Hey yo, we about to tear it up. Yo, break for break, break for break, get down. This right here is how we do it. Break it down. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka Beard Game Strong. <laughs> My name is Chris Mitchell, aka the Everlasting Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> They're forever living. Is that Mumra? No, it was a. Uh, have you heard this whole thing about Fraud Bay? On oh my God. So I was watching this video. The, this whole story is hilarious, right? Right. And then someone wrote on his video, this guy is an everlasting bastard. <laughs> and I just thought, <laughs> wow. I just thought this is the funniest thing ever. It was actually one of Roxy's friends that pointed out that comment. Wow. Everlasting bastard. Jeez. And I'm like, she was actually saying, shout out to Rowan. She's like, that should be your AKA for the next breaking that's, out. That's deep. That's deep. So yeah, I'm I, the, I am the everlasting bastard. I, uh, saw something about fraud babe late last night it's so like, funny i mean it's so funny people are up in arms up in that, arms that, um fraud bay has been offered a record deal yeah has of, he actually been offered one or was it fake well was it fraud bay by fraud bay well they don't i mean he's he's using the whole situation of course as as a platform but then i said to someone who was like oh this is really bad why are we giving fraudsters platforms? I said, well, we give killers and murderers and, and, politicians. Drug, and drug dealers platforms too. And so, politicians. Yeah, keep your outrage today. I don't, <laughs> I don't need it today. Yeah? All right. Anyway, fraud base. Can we side. shout out? Yeah, go on. Mr. Daniel, our engineer. Yes, please. AKA Chuckles. Yes. Yeah, we were told to, you yes. know, throw back to when you were there. Like, I wasn't sure. Really. Like, I don't know if people want that. I should ask. But we do, we do get a lot of compliments. About the sound quality. I mean, the, the sound show. quality we've been told is BBC. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not just us. Um, no, absolutely. It's the engineers we've that de- we work with. So. Engineer is always important. You know, mm-hmm. you know me and my... I always revert back to, you know, my friends. Um, you know, my engineer friends. I always go back to that. Who, who's I, your engineer friends? Who do you think? Oh, no, Guru. Yeah, my yeah, friend yeah. Guru. Well, I, know, I know chemo, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but the so, reason why I say that, the reason why I say that is you get an understanding how important the engineer is. Very important. People don't right? understand that. And it's just to let you guys know as well, you know, we're not just... We're putting money and time into our podcast. It's presentation is very key. Absolutely. Presentation Absolutely. is key. Speaking of presentation and, and being on point, uh, I saw D.L. Hughley's... Hugh Hughley. Shut up. Hughley. A butcher of names and that. that's my new aka butcher of names and that. No, you've already used that i oh, know stay focused all right all right so, potty mouth of the south oh, sorry yeah, that one um, that one lives forever yeah dl hughley yes oh, yes i always said <laughs> dl hughley well say i've it. been pronouncing it wrong it. people pronounce I've, been saying, my name. I've been pronouncing your name wrong with this whole, this uh, whole everyone's been pronouncing my name wrong whole my whole year. life my whole <laughs> life um so dl hughley's um netflix special yes contrarian mm-hmm. and i thought it was interesting um couple of things were off top was first half an hour I thought was great. Are you just going to go into it like that? First half an hour was great. Second half an hour was some good jokes here and there, but it was really good. But I think um, there is a lot. There's political satire. Mm -hmm. There's things in the Me Too movement. There's a lot of shots at Kardashians and saying the N-word and self-identity and mass murderers in in America. Kanye and R. Kelly. There's so much... um, uh, a few issues for me as well, but D.L. Hughley is someone who... Original king of comedy. That's where I first saw him. Right. He's an original king H- of comedy. Hilarious. He's had his own... Obviously, he had the Hughleys. Is that how you pronounce it? I think the Hughleys, yeah. The Hughleys. Oh, we should say Hughleys. I'm so thrown off by now, right now. Hughley, right. Man. So, Hughleys, he had his own show. Um, 55 years old. That took me back. 
Yeah, but he is a vet. He's a, a comedic I vet. I didn't know he was... I'm not saying he's old, but he looks really good for 55. No, absolutely. But he's he, he's one of those people that I feel has... He's very opinionated, but also has... Uh, he's is intelligent comedy. Yeah, it's witty. It's intelligent and it's sharp. comedy. And what I, what I loved about Contrarian... Yeah. Is that for some of his jokes he has statistics to back it up? Yeah, because he's smart and he, yeah, like, he's he's not a dummy. Even it's... though he used to be in the, he used to be in the Bloods, you know. No. Yeah, I read his bio. He was in the no. Bloods. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I read it on Wikipedia, and I don't know how accurate. it I is. I mean, we, you know, everyone used to moan about how we get our facts from Wikipedia. Fuck you, but. Um... <laughs> Why, why so much smoke? I got, I got time today. Why, why so much I got, smoke? I got time. I've you, got, grow, let, you, you grow a beard. I'm letting and out. You become an abuser of people. I'm letting out my frustrations at work here. This is this is perfect therapy. If it's not FIFA, do it's you breaking need, Do you need an emergency therapy, therapy session? We'll talk about it in a sec. Okay. Um, but no, I, I didn't know that about um, DL. Um, yeah, he um, had an interesting upbringing. Really interesting. Um, also, he's had an interesting adult life. Um, his His affairs... You know, there mm, was a he, story. Had a, he had a side child. Well, and and then the boyfriend of the side chick killed the baby. Yes, that's that's crazy, insane. And his wife didn't know, and she was like, "You should have told me. I'd have helped you got through that. Like, you should do that. We should do that together. Like, yeah, you're cool, Good you cheat, but does nah, I understand? Does I understand? But he's always been of the ilk of just this is who I am. This is I'm a flawed individual. This is who I am, and be honest about it. But um, what, so, what did you like about the show? Because I watched it today based off your recommendation. And I just want you to know yeah. how blessed you are. Why? Because people tell me all the time, Chris, you need to watch this Netflix show. What's it about? I don't know. Just watch it. <laughs> so why am I, what, what's it got to do with me Because being you sold it to me. Yeah, it's smart. You said to me, you know, Chris, you should check this out. It's smart comedy. It's really witty. And I think you'll appreciate it. Do you know what it there is? Do you know what it is? I'm a, uh, I'm a comedic historian, like a hip hop historian. Are you for real? Yeah, I'm an A&R hip hop historian. Comedian. Say it enough times that people believe you. <laughs> no, I just watched it and I thought, this you is something me. that I think that you would appreciate. Definitely. I think um, in the way, in the same way Dave Chappelle is layered, there's something about DL's comedy that is layered. Only, uh, let me go for the bad stuff. I always go through bad stuff. Are you going to start with the bad stuff? stuff and then talk? I want to know what you liked about it as well. All right, I'll talk, but I want to go through the bad stuff because there's Get very few things. There's cool. very few things that I, I I had issues with. Talk to me. One of the things was, it was talking about Trump and like talking about how fake news and um, if he was president, then he'd be using cocaine every day and no one would say anything. First thing is, is why is your thing to be when you're a black president talking about cocaine? That's a, a symbolism that I don't really, I, that's tiresome for me. But that's, again, me being nitpicky. Um, getting beat by parents in switches. Yes, it's for Netflix. I've heard that, that, that type of joke a number of times. Again, tiresome. But then that's because of maybe the fact that I watch a lot of that kind of comedy. Were you ever beat with switches? No. But my thoughts on that particular part are different. Yeah, that's fine. And, may, I, and may, again, it's, it's about experience. But it I made just, me reflect. I've seen him do that type of joke before. Okay. So that's why I'm going, it's a bit tough, but then it's not for me. It's not me. That, that last half an hour, I don't feel was for me. Okay. Right. I wrote in my notes that I've lost since. Right. I think that he was, when he was talking about. <laughs> when he... Oh, wow. When he was talking, of, when he was talking about when you come home and stuff is plugged out, you know, you're going to get beat up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I, no, I get it. Rolling. The wig stuff, the However, wig stuff I get, I get all of that. But, but do you think we as ethnic people, we have now normalized the way that we were physically disciplined. I think many of us 
are suffering from PTSD as a result of how our parents it's used possible, to be. It's possible, you know, it's possible. It's Dude. possible. It's possible. Wash, I know some people used to get beat with a washing cord. You know how strong a washing cord is, fam? <laughs> a washing cord. You know, like the red shell in Mario Kart, the yeah. homing one, right? <laughs> My grandma, God bless her, so one time she threw a slipper at me, bro. I ran up the stairs. I thought I got away. I turned up the stairs. All I heard was... And the slipper hit me in my back. I'm like, but I'm running up the stairs. And I turned the corner. Defi- How did you still catch me? It defied gravity. Bruv. It? A magic bullet and that. It, made me, it, did, it didn't make me think though. No, Because but- he said, he was alluding to the fact that America abhor physical discipline, but it's the reason why some of us aren't dead or in jail. Yeah, and I yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. And I know it's comedy and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it really did make no, me yeah, No, look, reflect. don't be wrong. I just thought the last 20 minutes didn't really resonate with me. There were some good jokes. The gorilla joke, the zoo. That was hilarious. Amazing. Again, that was that was Richard Pryor S. Where the gorilla took the phone. Yeah, the phone yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it was one police. Uh, Officer, this is the phone. Like, like <laughs> oh, that's. There we go. Police again. Yeah, yeah. That's Richard Pryor S. <laughs> that's what Richard Pryor would do. Because that's I first saw that from 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 a comedic standpoint. I saw Richard Pryor personify animals like that. That was good, but yeah, a lot of it was just kind of. Hit miss. Overall, it was good. There was just sometimes it felt like there was too many jokes firing off with not without no cohesion. But then equally, Dave Chappelle was doing the same thing at the Royal Albert Hall when I saw him. So it's never here, here or there. But let's talk about the things I did like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never what you called. It's what, what you, you answer, answer to. to. That is the quote of the year. I've heard it a few times, but the way he delivered it... Because he's talking about the N-word. He's yeah. talking about when he was young. And I think as ethnic people, I think we've, from a young age, experienced racism. Mm-hmm. I remember probably my first overt... Probably about five. Same age. Getting called a packy. Round NFs. Having a fight at five because I'm Asian, basically. That's it. Like, you're Indian and Did I'm you not. Lose? Okay, good. No, there was witnesses. Don't don't, to don't, that. don't 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 shame me. No, there was witnesses to that. But you know, we all catch it else sometimes. We all get caught. Yeah, I, I lost the fight one time. It's all good. <clears throat> the um, just fought that guy every day. To but like, like 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 even like um, Black Panther. Now, of course, this came out recently, but this was filmed a long time ago. Black people went for um, inspiration. White people went for information. Yeah, like. so that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the, there was there was a good that. Like, I know what he's trying to say about uh, Bill Cosby and Donald Trump. So, you know, one guy went to the big house, one person went to the White House. And um, the ancestry, you know. That part killed me. Because like, here I am considering <laughs> spending £250 to find out which tribe my ancestors came from. He said, America will steal you from a, your old country and then sell your ancestry back to you yeah. for $100. Yeah, find out brilliant. where you come from. It's brilliant. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sharp, um, sharp guy. And then, and then, and then like the, to add to that in terms of layers, he's gay. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, when white, when, eth, when certain people from a certain complexion starts talking about um, how they've got, in America, they, they, they'll go, oh, I'm, you know, part Indian uh, or part black or part Puerto Rican. But then Equifax, don't, don't, don't let that affect yeah, my when credit score. Yeah, when you're 3% black, don't <coughs> tell Equifax. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I want to be, be black enough to be cool, but don't mess up my credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. other thing I, he made a good point about, which... Uh, uh, how do I remember this stuff? It's good. There's one thing he said, without notes as well, it's pretty impressive. Um, one thing he said that did resonate with me, and it's something we can talk about because music is how black people will forgive you if you make a good album, yeah, Kanye and R. Kelly, mm. 
isn't that sad? What, what is that because we don't have enough people? What, what? That's the it's the same reason why we thought OJ was innocent, right? Because of because very few, very we feel like very few of us make it to that promised land known as the top, right? So we protect our own even when they're wrong. It's like a parent. It's like a parent defending her child even though she knows her child is wrong. Oh, he would never do that. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, you do. It's no different. Our yeah, parents yeah, do all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. And then just but I, th- I, th- I think, I think, um. I think his line about Kanye was funny when he said, um, so slavery is a choice, choice and the crowd yeah. erupted and he was like, well, if slavery is a choice then Harriet Tubman, what was she? The, the travel, travel agent. agent. <laughs> yeah, that was, bro, you know when I know, it, you know when I know it's some good comedy for me? When I'm on my own and I'm cracking up. Yeah, so I was watching I it. was rolling. Now I was watching it and I was just like, this is hilarious. Really sharp. I really appreciate you actually recommending it because I don't really watch a lot of the Netflix specials. Right. I think this is, is this the only one? I watched Kevin Hart. Like, no, Kevin Hart was trash. I think this this was great. No, this this and I, lo- I love what he said about um the word nigger. Yeah, and he was like, the word nigger has been around. Hip hop's been around since nineteen seventy five. The word nigger's been around since the seventeen hundreds. Bro, deep. Let me tell you something deep. The same people that gave you Jesus gave you the N word. Yeah. I wrote that down in my notes. It's like, powerful. My God. Because, you know, but this, this is all lit. This is the reason why this doesn't catch is for me, we're in catching as well. Because it's surrounded by a bunch of other jokes. It's not giving it time to breathe. But he's saying this. Or maybe it's but like. This is something that our communities talk about all the time. They're like, you're really going to follow the religion of the people who oppressed you. However, my thoughts on it is I think it's. I, I, I'm of the belief that I feel the slave trade and all the the byproducts mm-hmm. of that kind of oppression should be taught in churches. It should be taught in schools because it's a key, it's one of the key reasons why that religious message even got to this, to, 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 to your community and to your countries in the first place. Right. However, I do understand when you have, we now have a generation of, of young black kids, young ethnic kids who don't relate to Christianity for these very reasons. Like, why am I really going to follow the religion of the people who oppressed my ancestors? It's a fair question. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're right. But there's a question, it's a question that, that needs to be, to be explored. A but discussion. a lot of, yeah. a lot of the churches are shying away from this the same way. Britain don't really want to talk about their role in the slave trade because it's embarrassing. Like yeah, yeah, Prince yeah. Charles said the other day, it's an atrocity. Okay. Give us back the money then. Yeah, that's what happened. It's never going to... So the way people are talking, oh, it's so bad, it's so bad. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to keep the very thing that could really... We're going to keep the most important thing that we stole from you guys, generational wealth. Mm. It was a black man who created Jack Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just an example. Think of the generational wealth that has been stolen from people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can be an atrocity. And I'm sorry if you're feeling uncomfortable with me saying this. Who, me? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you, no, rubbing, are you, are you rubbing your beard? Like, like this is what you're I do now in my beard. Like, <laughs> I rub my beard, but I'm listening because it's, it's, um, it's, it's a good point because... I'm sick and tired of people saying, no, it's really bad and we're embarrassed. Okay, come up off the money. But they're not going to. They will never do that. They're not going to do that, bro. Like, people talk about reparations. Then ne- no, no, reparations never come, man. There was a point where I said, well, reparations, who's going to, who could organise that? And then one day I said, you know what? Imagine... Like, where would you even start with reparation? Who gets what? Who it's divides hard, what? It's too hard. It's too hard. It would be too complex. And you know, and someone's going to say, well, I want more. I but didn't. that's the thing. Once you open the doors, it then becomes about greed and the people feel that... Then it's about what system would you put in place? Think of it from a business point of view, right? Because mm. governments operate like businesses. 
What system are you going to put in place to ensure that this person gets this and another person gets this? Once you find out this got you got this, so you got a million, but I got two hundred pounds. You got a million, but I got two hundred. Now we're going to be fine. And it's going to cause too much of an uproar. They're not going to give the money back. They're never going to do that. Not only the reason why I was touching my beard because it helps me think, but also it's not just generational wealth. It's also the psychological impact mm-hmm. of that. Not just losing the money, but the thought of being kept down and that being passed down, and that takes a number of generations to get rid of. As much as people may not really realize, it's a thing that has a massive knock-on effect. Well, pull up your bootstraps. Yes, it will say pull up your bootstraps. I mean, slavery is a choice, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> so stupid. I know. I know. I can't mess with Harry Tubman. Was a travel agent. It's hilarious. The, the the thing I like about DL is I've seen him in in TV shows, and the last thing I saw him in that I thought was of any note was um, Studio 60 and the Sunset Strip. They had two seasons. Matthew Perry was one of the leads and it followed, it's basically like the West Coast version of SNL. It was written by Aaron Sorkin who did the West Wing and the Social Network. It was one of his shows they'd done after the West Wing. And DL was this uh, African-American comic who had all this wealth of experience and this young african-american writer came in and he had little little, you know he had the cockiness and he wasn't focused and what dl always was doing was trying to it was hard on the kid but it was hard on him to teach him a lesson it was always the kind of i'm the older brother telling you yo look at look at the things i had to go through for you to sit here and i thought it was a very powerful role he played it was a it was a really good show well written just lasted two seasons no one cared no one cared enough, but it was well written because that's what Aaron Sorkin does. Aaron Sorkin's a wonderful writer. Um, but DL was really, really good. Like he was a strong, strong character in that. Um, and it wasn't just a token ethnic, you know, have t- there was always a message behind A, what he was doing and B, the message he was giving to the audience or the characters as well. It was, it was. What's the, it, what's the show called? It was a Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Is it on Netflix? No. If it's not on Netflix, I can't It's like it. Nowhere. Snowman. It might be on Amazon Prime, actually. Nope. I've got an Amazon... No? Nope. Is it on Now TV? Nope. I've got too many subscriptions. I mean, I've got Now TV. I used to have Now TV, I don't have any more. I love but, Now TV. Um, cool. I've got Amazon Prime, and I've got Netflix, and okay. I've got Spotify, right. and I've got Title. Calm title. down. Calm down. Calm Sorry, down. Now. Calm down, Annette. Why has everyone got a problem with me having Title, by the way? Who's got a problem? Everyone got a problem with me having Title? Title? What have you got Title for? It's because you're supporting a black man. It's not. They're not used to seeing that. <laughs> It's not just black people. No, nah, they're not on. used to you. Um, they're not used to see a member of your community support black man. They're Why? Shocked. Why? Because it doesn't happen. Why people do? It doesn't happen. You no, just sell no. us combs and hair grease. <laughs> the money never comes back. <laughs> I applaud you, sir. Oh my god! Um, I applaud you, sir. I like the the bit about the proximity of violence. That was great. Like it's a it's an old argument that people always yeah, talk about. I mean, it's dispelling myths, right? So it's uninformed individuals talking about stuff for like this, and and I think. Second to that, in terms of like, you know, people kill people because, you know, I mean, it's just the way he said it, man. Like, it's the way he people, broke it down. Black people kill black people because they didn't have enough gas money. Like, <laughs> And then something that I think we probably both have shared an experience of is fear of the police. So I remember being having the conversation, the, the conversation to me dictated to me of, when the police come, you have to act a certain way because you're treated differently when you are a darker skin. You know what? Am I fearful of the police? No. 
Am I wary of the police? Yes. I used to be fearful of the police until I started speaking good English and started being well informed. Have you ever been stopped by the police? Yeah. You know, I've never been stopped. And I got almost arrested. You know, I've never been stopped by the police. Yeah, I got stopped. Not because I'm better than anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that like for you? Were you fearful when they stopped you and almost. No, I was just pissed off. And they almost arrested me because I was too pissed off. I was saying to Roxy this weekend, just gone actually, that my biggest fear yep. is being locked in a cell. Right. Because rest in peace to Marlon Downs, um, brother of a good friend of mine. But you, when you go in that cell, you might not come out, bro. Mm. You look, you think about Ricky Bishop, yep. who died in police um, custody. custody in Brixton. They questioned him in the, in, in the only room with no CCTV. So that's that, dude. That's my biggest fear. But the what I thought was really cool about what DL did, he was basically saying how you have to train your kids. No, don't move, don't look at them. It's like you're dealing with an animal. I've had people, my friends in America, have said the same thing. It like made me think of the Fuji kids. song, "The Beast." Warn the town, wow. the beast is loose. Wow, that's what it made me think. Wow, of. yeah, I thought of that song. No, it, it's a real thing. I know. It's a shame. Though, I think like, as I got more confident in myself, not really fear the police because also. Like, what have I got to be fearful of now? It's it, I think weariness is a thing, but yeah, I, I got stopped because they wanted to check my bag and I said, well, he's got a bigger bag than what the fuck you're not stopping him for. Ah, oh, it's because I'm, um, and I just kicked off. And then they wanted to do a background check. I said, you do a fucking background check. No, you're, you got you got time for that. Nah, I, I, do, nah but I, you made me late for work. Do your fucking background check. <laughs> they, I'll give you all the money in my bank. We'll go to the DL, ATM. DL I'll said, give you everything. DL said the kids is, the kids said, yo, daddy, we going on a safari? No, you're going to the end of the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> But it, like the the thing I love is it's so effortless. Yeah, he's brilliant. The, he was effortless, but this is it comes from experience. It comes from be his his, his all his years and experience in comedy. But the best comedy is always rooted in truth. I for, I think for yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just maybe not take so many shots of the Kardashians anymore. The cheap shots are easy now. Then well, being always black. That much? Yeah, he had a couple of jokes about how they're always black obsessed and all that. And yeah, it's funny, but again, done to death, man. Like, I think we could, I think we could do hmm. better now. You know, but could that be because it was recorded what, a while back? Possibly. Maybe when he recorded it, it wasn't that common. Yeah, possibly, possibly. I, w- I wasn't too sure about like w- what to make of like his m- comments on me to him about being. We have to be I wanna, careful. I touch on that. We have to be careful of what we say. We do. We do, but when we are re- like different. Be so. honest with yourself. Let's be honest. I think because we're older as well. In the nineties, you go to a club. Yeah, you just go up to a woman. I'm not saying you're gonna disrespect her and say, "Well, you know, A, B, C, D, you have to do this." But the approach would be different now. Like, for example, all right, can we can we be honest? There was a time where you could go into a club and just go up to a woman and dance with her. Right, right. If she said no, she said no. You moved away. Now, in 2018, I don't think that's the case anymore. You'd have to probably initiate some kind of conversation. You probably have to speak to her, get to know her before you can even initiate the idea. Would you like to dance? I actually think that's the better approach. And I'm yeah. saying, and I'm saying it's different. I think it's hard for me to say, cause I never used to really go. I was never a big I fan didn't of really clubbing. Go, I, I'm, I'm talking about my times, like the, the few times I did go to a club. Yeah. So I think the approach is, is, is different. I also think the way we have to, as a result of the media era, the way we have to kind of raise our kids needs to change. Okay. Because once upon a time it would be, it would be, Guys would be telling their daughters, you know, I don't want, you know, I'm going to raise my daughter not to become a whore. Yeah. Now we have uh, to, I'm now just, we have to raise our, you know, the young boys to say this is how you treat. Maybe, maybe it's just my naivety. I just, you know, 
But it's remember, remember, you know, jokes, comedy, like good, any good art is supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. So when he said that, I said, mm. and then when he said that something about, you know, in the corporate world, someone says hello to me, I, I'd be like, whatever, and just walk mm-hmm. off. Um, I think what he's done, he's taken some things to the extreme. So for example, yeah. when in the office sometimes or in certain workplaces that I've been in, mm. if I'm speaking to a female employee mm. in a room, mm. I leave the door open. Really? Yeah. God damn. Because people I know people who have been accused of What? Yes, yeah, so I, I leave the door open. Or I speak to them in German. Um, uh, 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 like a, a glass. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying another language. Yeah, a glass room. Same I'm just thing. weary I'm just weary of that. Not that I'm going to do anything, but it's also... Nah, no, no, Even no. if, I, like, for example, when I was managing people, yeah. male or female, I'd always speak with the door open. Oh. Yeah, it's a thing I do. Because they might say, you've said something or you've done something, and at least the door is open. You increase the likelihood of someone being able to see what happened in the room. Wow. I did not even... Maybe, not maybe I'm me. extra. Maybe no, I'm extra. It's... There, it's rude in something. Maybe I'm extra, but yeah, the whole the whole me the whole me too thing. It was a. Uh, could the show have done without it? Probably. Yeah. Probably. But I noticed though there were certain jokes, and I don't know if you noticed it, where the crowd laughed very nervously. Yeah, there was uh, the one about the choir, choir director. The, the gay choir director. I was yeah. I was laughing. What did you think? I'm look church and I, um. I don't know much about church. I think but... to be. I think there's a there's a stereotype. I, I is it a stereotype? There's, there's there's a stereotype that choir directors are quite flamboyant, and right? Animated, right? So that's where it that's where yeah. But also, I think from. I think we always got to remember that he the the title of the special is contra- contrarian, yeah, and going a, against popular opinion. Also, a lot of the stuff that he was saying wasn't really going against popular opinion. No, some of the stuff was, but a lot of it wasn't. But maybe it depends on where you sit as as to but be it a made, contrarian. It, it did. I wrote on my notes that. I think there was a certain type of joke or aimed at certain marginalized communities where people weren't sure they should laugh. Right. But everything else, people were like, ha ha ha. But there were certain jokes about certain people, certain groups, certain yeah. lifestyles yeah. that people were a bit like, I don't know if I should okay. do this. Okay. So that's interesting. It, was it made me think. It was, it, was a, it, was, it was a good show overall. But what do you think about, do you think political, how do you think political correctness is impacting comedy, if at all? I mean, it is. It's it, there was a this is a question at the Dave Chappelle John Stewart Q and A after the show. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know what they thought about it. They said, "Fuck that shit." <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like in no uncertain terms, "Fuck that shit." Because I was thinking gonna, to myself, Eddie Murphy could not come out now. I mean, delirious, delirious raw would, could never happen no, now. Raw, yeah, none of that. But look, things are changing. Times are changing. We've got to move with it. It just means that we have to, comedians and people who want to. Be comics have to be slightly more creative. Like other things have changed as well. It's not just political correctness, technology. All these things have changed the way in which we operate. We just got to be more smarter and adapt to it, rather than moan at the fact that we don't, we can't say this anymore. Find a better way, because there's still a lot of laughter in the world. There's still a lot of great comedians, mm. and Dave Chappelle is still just going to do what he wants to do. And we kind of almost he was almost sets us up for that expectation. So one of his specials in on Netflix that he released when we did the 30 million deal was talking about rape and me too. And he, he was unapologetic and this is what he feels. And he came back that we have to, we have to make the distinction between an opinion and political correctness. Mm. Right. I was, I saw, um, 
there was, I think, Major Lazer or something did a video in India. I was watching it on YouTube with my wife and she's like, oh, you know, people are upset the fact that they filmed in a, a video in India. I said, what the fuck for? Cultural appropriation. It's like Beyonce got aimed at it with the Coldplay song. People just want to moan about everything. But we just got to find a way to still go, right, how do we be more funny? How do we rise above it? How do we be more creative? Because mm. we can't let that, the, that minority, unless it's something like terrible, man, like, I think I think we all have a good, real good moral. I mean, we'd like to say we've got. You like to say good, that, but we know that's not the case. Yeah, but I think smart people have got a good moral compass to know that's right, that's wrong. You know, a lot of people have been accused from the Me Too movement, Aziz mm-hmm. Ansari being one, and people go, "Well, Ooh, sorry, Aziz Ansari, he's the one who did Master of None, the um, Indian cat. He's okay. a comedian. Okay. He was accused. It didn't seem that he kind of almost. It was seemed consensual more than that he forced himself on, okay. on a it was an unfortunate awkward date it sounded like and like people at the dave Chappelle john Stewart thing they were like why are you still supporting louis ck you know he jerked off in front of women and you know stuff like that and what did people ask them that yeah okay yeah. and what did they say fuck that shit <laughs> 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 they cut like the michelle wolf kind of said look i'm still gonna support him like that's really interesting yeah like you can't it's weird what he did but does it constitute does it constitute a Bill Cosby esque? You mm. know, it's weird. Mm. He's got. He's got. He's a, de- he's a deviant. He's a deviant. He's perv. It's not good. It's not necessarily. Good, but it feels like Sarah Silverman, who's another comedian, said she did it in front of him. He didn't. She didn't care. But that's because of her. She didn't give a shit. But in America, we've got a president who actively, you know, is misogynistic to women, and it's okay with it. So. Mm. It's it's made it's made me think because I know in terms of my mm. taste and you know even you know I'm a funny guy, my humor is not always politically correct. Some of the things I laugh at, I shouldn't laugh at. It. Yeah, but that's kind of how I deal with life. I, things it's intent, dark, right? I it's, find quite. I, look, I think funny. it's all. I think it comes back all to intent. What yeah. is the intention of what Absolutely. you're trying to what, say? Absolutely. What, yeah. What you know without sounding corny the content of your actual heart it's, like, it's, you can say something but what's your intent yeah, like I often say to people people say oh but you know you know, I just speak the truth and I'm like yeah you can speak the truth the truth does hurt but what's your intent when you speak the truth yeah. are you speaking the truth in love or are you speaking the truth to hurt someone yeah. there's a difference there, there's and I think it's the same with, with, with um, I, th- I, I could gather it's the same with comedy but I think you know in terms of contrarian I think anything to do with me too is, is a topic that needs to be discussed sensitively delicately man and with, and with an in, and with an informed opinion and the whole thing shouldn't really be it shouldn't be made light of it's a discussion we need to continue to have mm-hmm. uh, empower women to feel that they can come forward mm-hmm. uh, and not make them feel they can't because because yeah, that's the same big, that's with, the big issue same with race same with anything like that we need to we i think we're i'd like to think that we're evolving more as a society that we are more empathetic still that won't happen but for the rest of society, but we're getting to a point where more people are empathetic, more people are standing up and more people have had enough of the shit, right? In the, in the age we're living in the society, we're currently living now in austerity, uncertainty, world events happening that could... Austerity co- and uncertainty. Things that could kick Lyrics. off... At, things that can kick off at any moment. We are reaching a point, if we look at history, history will always say these are, these are things that occur, they are... They're, moments that occurred that lead to big change f- from a shift 
we're reaching that at some point and we're going to hit a breaking point. We're going to break through the ceiling and go, this is what we're going to do now. Then that sets the next 25, 30, 50 years. My and, G. And, and then we start evolving from there. Yes, Gandhi. I'm telling you. Visions of Gandhi. Visions of Gandhi. Yeah, man. Foxy Brown. And oh, you know, I never really, I, we're going we're gonna to wrap this one up, but you know, I never, one thing I've always wanted to ask Nas and I had one, I had an interview set up with Nas and Damian Marley. They had that uh, Icelandic volcanic you know, ash. You know, you're going way off topic now. But I need, oh, it's Gandhi. It's, it's related to Gandhi. On Lost Tapes, mm-hmm. I never knew this, but I need to ask Nas one thing. He was flicking through, I can't remember what uh, song it was, but he said Gandhi was a fool, N-word fight to the death. And I never knew what he meant by that. And it's always bugged me. Nas says it on the Lost Tapes. He's flicking through his thing, Gandhi was a fool, N-word fight to the death. And I never knew what that meant. If anyone knows out there... Was that on the Lost Tapes or was that Book of Rhymes? Book of Rhymes, Lost that, Tapes. No, that was God's son. No, no, no! It wasn't. It wasn't Godson. Okay. It was. It was on the Lost Tapes album. 100%. Okay, great album, by the way. Yeah, I mean, great album, yeah. by the way. But yeah, Contrarian. I enjoyed it, and I'd it watch. Good. And I'd watch it again. Do you know? Like, I don't I'd know if you. Right, I don't know if you'll like it as much as Contrarian, but it's funny. Moama, Moama. It's on Netflix. Um, so, All right, don't do what other people told me to do. Give me three reasons why you think I should watch it. Palestinian. He's got the Roxy will like it because there's uh, Arabic. Oh my god! There's the Arabic influence <sighs> comedy. Um, I'm gonna have to put. How long is it? It's 50 minutes. Okay, that's cool. Um, it's also if you like Chappelle, you'll like him. Okay. This is why Chappelle's taking him. Like Chappelle's the one who in like Chappelle's voice introduces him. Dope. Not Chappelle's there, but you know it's Chappelle's voice that introduces. Dope. Dope. And it's just here's this guy who wasn't necessarily he's a ba- he's a refugee, bro. He does it. He has an asylum passport. So talking about that and having to go to Japan. And and his his issues of getting into countries, um, in England, in Japan, and he's a com he's a comic who then he's a guy who was a refugee fled um, war, and the story of how he fled um, the war to like his mum is a G, like his mother is a gangster. <laughs> I'm telling you the story at the end where he tells about how how him and his sister got out of the country in in uh, in in, uh, in in Palestine and. In the, in the war and stuff. It's incredible. But he's this guy who then moves to Houston, Texas. And he's the As only, you do. And he's at an English-speaking school, but he's the only guy who speaks English at the English-speaking school. And having to deal with the different gangs, the Latinos and the, and, the, and, the, and the African-American gangs and all that. It's a really good... Like, he's got some really good bits. And his name is Mo Amma. Mo Amma. And the M-O- show is called... Uh, I can't remember what the show's called. See? But, Typical. But people telling me to watch the show. Can't I, remember what the I show's called. Look, I'm What's going to I'm going to What's go the see point, him. Bruv? I'm going to see him um in London, I think in March. I'll come with you. Buy me a ticket. I've already got two tickets. Can I come? I'll speak to the wife. Now leave her at home. Nah, I'll chat to him. Chat I'm to leave her at home, man. She'll understand. She'll understand. Yeah. Would you watch Contrarian again? Yeah, I watched it yesterday. How many times have you seen it now? Twice. Okay. The Atoms rating scale. Oh yes, this is something new. Right, bring, How many bring in atoms. Are you going to give this? We're going to go by the source, the source, source ratings rating. until we work out our own ratings. Sorry, I didn't have time. I was in Cuba. That's fine. How 3. many 5. atoms out of five? 3.5. 3.5, So it's dope. It's three point five. Dope. I'd give it the same. Three point five. 3. 5. I, 5 I was dope. thinking about do I go four now? Three point no, five. Four. I would. What? I would four, give four. Was what slamming? Definite, yeah, is it I would, definite satisfaction. Yeah, I would give. Yeah, I think it's definite satisfaction. I would give Mo Amma four. Okay, I'm going to watch this. Mo, I'm a person. Watch it with Roxy. If it's trash... If it's trash, is I'm going to ring you. Yeah. And I'm going to put you on loudspeaker. Yeah. And I'm going to slew your entire bloodline. 
my bloodline, my phone, my hey, beard. We need to talk about your phone as well. <laughs> I feel very deceived. No, it's well, fine. That's for a whole other episode. That but is. yeah, thank you for thank you for recommending the show. And I think to any of our listeners, if you're out there, if you're out there, you probably are out there. It's I would highly recommend watching DL Hewley's Contrarian. It's uh witty, it's funny, yep. unintended. Yeah. Um his Smart. his insight on certain topics I just think are quite refreshing and he has statistics to back up his point, which I think is is really good. It's not just someone being funny for funny's sake. It's adult humour. Yeah. For the adult adults. contemporary humour and I love his fedora hat is it a fedora yeah yeah the five is, I never I've, I've I want to know what's, why was that card in his hat black, black, of, uh, black of hearts five of hearts five no heart, five of spades sorry what, what's the significance of that I'm trying to figure it out I'll let you know by next episode um, we should tweet him and say like we've just done an episode please listen however why do you have a card in your hat <laughs> alright I'm done Okay. Before you break any atoms, always do your research, laugh as much as possible, and try and see things from a different perspective. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.